Hello, hello, and hello. It's your girl, Lee Welch, like the juice, self-esteem healer, the creator of The Great I Am, and now best-selling author of Who Says You Can't? That can be purchased on Amazon. So make sure you go and get your book to keep up your motivational meter. So anyway, I am going to pick up from where I left off before. Um, if you guys recall, I explain why I am doing what I'm doing, but it's been a minute. And so I think you guys need a, a refresher. So if you don't know, I am a survivor of low self-esteem. Many years ago when I was um, maybe 18, a later teen, somewhere maybe 17, 18 years old, I had a gentleman to tell me that I was ugly to my face. And I took on the ownership of his truth. And that is because what solidified that I was bullied because I had or I still have hyperpigmentation around my eyes, which is basically very dark circles around my eyes. So when he said that, it clicked and made a lot of sense to me at that point. I was like, okay, so that explains why growing up, you know, kids did not want to play with me. Kids talked about me. I even had adults who were my teachers that talked about me. Um, I was not picked. I was picked last. Um, I was not in the in crowd or, you know, I just, I was pretty much alone. I had a few friends, but then I started to think at that time, I was like, well, are they really, did they become my friends because they felt sorry for me? They had pity or whatever the case may be. I don't know. But at that point, you know, I never thought myself that I was ugly, but then it's like, in a sense, when he said that I was ugly, it just, you know, I felt like he just validated everything that, you know, I felt, which, you know, kind of crippled my self-esteem, which has a domino effect on um, your confidence. So I learned how to mask that and how I mask that, you know, through you know, makeup and through weave and, you know, I've always been shapely. So I kind of played it up a little bit more with my shape, um, my clothes, you know, not being raunchy or what have you, but, you know, every young girl, every woman wants to feel that, you know, they're, they're pretty. So if I was not physically pretty face wise, I was like, well, at least I can do something else to make myself feel good. And so that's how I learned to mask and, you know, just pretty much go through life or what have you. But there were still moments by myself, I would still feel unloved. You know, I would still feel that I was not worthy or what have you. I still felt the echoes of rejection from, you know, my childhood and I mean, I still felt all those negative echoes. I was not healed from that, uh, even though, <clears throat> excuse me, even though as an adult and see, that's when I realized that as adults, we know how to mask our feelings um, to cope in the world. 
but people don't know what you're actually going through in your mind and behind closed doors. So I was well over now as an adult where I started to heal. And my healing came from my spiritual journey uh, with God. I started reading his word and started studying his word. And through that, I, you know, he revealed to me how he sees my beauty. And so therefore I saw my beauty and, you know, and God says that we are created in his image and he is great. So therefore I am the great I am as well. So I took that and I embraced that. So that was one of the steps how to get to how to reclaim and how I was able to reclaim my self-esteem is that I helped myself first. So what I'm doing now, I'm helping others how to reclaim their self-esteem and even reboot their self-esteem because you have some people, their self-esteem, you know, has never really been a challenge for them, but something in life traumatized them or they had something that affect them in some form or fashion that kind of knocked them off their horse. And so, you know, they're not where they used to be. So I come along, you know, I was like, you know what? I want to help others, you know, be able to stand on their own and don't take on the um, the ownership of someone else's truth because their truth is not your truth. So when I came up with the program, The Great I Am, and I said that I'm a self-esteem healer, is because I was able to heal my self-esteem. I am a self-esteem survivor, just as I said. So what I do is actually when I help you, when I talk about these things, the first thing that you need to really do, you need to address what the issue is. Because if you can't get to the root of the problem, if you just cut the top of the problem off, the, it will still grow and still manifest. So once you address that, and so what are the steps how to address um, what is actually the stronghold in your life? Now, sometimes you are in a position where you can go to that person directly and say, this is what you did to me. Now, advise you know, now here's a disclaimer. That's something that you have to tread upon lightly because for one, you don't want anybody to attack you because you are addressing something that you're, you know, that you're still hurting from. And not only that, you know, some people are who they are. Some people aren't remorseful at all about what what type of pain they caused you in your life. So just because you address that person, you may not get the results that you want. They may be very nonchalant and be like, okay, you know, and whatever. But the whole goal is you to address so you can be released from that stronghold. Another way that you can kind of address the issue, you can put it on paper. Um, there's two ways that you can deal with that on paper. You can write them a letter if you don't want to face them, because sometimes you may not be able to face the person that hurt you. Okay. Um, and it may not be a good thing too, because like there again, I like, you don't want them to hurt you, but you need to release them. So you'll be able to flourish. And so, you know, write them a letter. 
Write the Dear John letter. Write the Dear Jane letter. Dear mom, dear dad, dear sister, dear cousin, whomever, even dear teacher, whomever in your life hurt you, have the courage uh, to write them a letter and just let them know that I'm releasing you. Okay. Now, another way for you to address that in letter form, just write your feelings out. It's almost like journaling, you know, write out everything, how that person made you feel. You're still doing the letter, but what you're going to do different is that you're going to burn it because when you burn it, it's done. It's over. Your feelings are resolved with that situation. Okay. Now, once you actually address those things, you're really starting the cycle of healing because the burden has lifted. The strong man is no longer, the yoke is being destroyed, but that is a process. So at that point, you have to start feeding yourself with affirmations. You have to start feeding yourself with positive confessions. Prime example, the great I am. I am worthy. I am beautiful. I trust my abilities. Um, and, and here's the thing to that too. Here's the true secret to that. What you are saying, your confirmations, your affirmations, the things that you're acting out on a positive in your life that's rebuilding your self-esteem while you're rebuild, rebooting your self-esteem, you have to believe the words that are coming out of your mouth. You have to believe that thing with all your heart. It's just like the word says that God wants you to believe in him with all your heart. So the same principle applies. You have to believe that you're the great I am. You have to believe that you are a conqueror. You have to believe that you are victorious in all the things that you do. You have to believe that with all your heart. Don't be fake with yourself. Be real with yourself. And so then that moves you into this maintaining process. Because see, now that you have addressed, now that you have healed, you're able to maintain your confidence. You're able to maintain your self-esteem. So when something or someone tried to come and push you into a place that you used to be, you got to remember what you fed yourself. You got to remember and look at your victories. You got to remember that you're not where you used to be. So that is actually the process, the process of addressing, healing, and maintaining. And it's not going to happen overnight. It is not, it didn't happen for me overnight. When I actually started healing, and like I said, I was well over as an adult. It wasn't in my 20s. It wasn't in my 30s. I actually, I believe I turned 40 something and I'm 47 now. So that lets you know that all those years back to the point of 40, I was still hurting. I was still, you know, carrying around emotional baggage that other people dumped on me. And I had to realize that I am no one's verbal footstool. You are no one's footstool. You are no one's verbal punching bag. Okay. And here's the thing. You can deflate that. When someone comes at you crazy, still Extend tact. 
still be kind and just let them know. Because sometimes you can take the the wind out of somebody's sail and you can let them know, you know what? That's not a really nice thing for you to say to me or anyone. And sometimes at work, I, I've, I've said that. I was like, you know, you're going to make me the butt of your joke. You're going to make you're going to make this at my expense. And see, people sometimes don't expect you to come at them that way, because what happens you now they got to look at what they're doing. You giving them back what they're doing to you. And like I said, for the most part, if that person has any type of decency, they will apologize. They will say, you know, that's really not my intent. But there again, you've got to also remember, too, that you do have people who just don't give a flip. Okay, they just don't care and they're not remorseful. So I want you to think about everything I said and I want you to um, address those things in your life. Start healing and maintain. Okay, you know what I always say? Faith counsels our fear and fear counsels our faith. And you guys continue to have a blessed day. Hey, my friend, positive vibes here. Um, First off, thank you so much for the call in. Really, really appreciate it. I'm grateful that we are connected. I'm all about connecting, engaging. And for me, my goal has always been um, to spread that positivity any way possible. Uh, To your question, uh, self-esteem comes first or self-confidence? I would like to believe, in my opinion, that to a point they're similar and they go hand in hand. But my opinion, I guess, self-esteem probably comes a little bit first. Um, And then you that confidence just comes with time, right? Uh, But again, I just feel with, like me, um, knowingly and unknowingly, I've been on a journey just working on myself, my mindset, right? And I feel like a part of this journey, I've knowingly and unknowingly, again, have worked on both the self-esteem and the self-confidence. So I hope that made sense, my friend. All the best to you moving forward, and maybe we'll talk soon. (music) 